Welcome to the Sea Change Podcast with Audrey Lawrence, helping you smash your goals and unstick what's holding you back using the best hack from science and psychology. And now, here's Audrey. Hey, it's Audrey Lawrence, and welcome to another episode of the Sea Change Network, broadcasting on WWPR or wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to download and subscribe. Understanding why our brain does that, how we can hack science and psychology, even neuroscience, and leading people in the world to help shape our futures. Today is no different. Best-selling author of The Law of Action, motivational speaker, professional voice actor, countless international brands. You know this dynamic voice, but have you met Mr. Action just yet? Welcome, Rob Adkiss. Welcome, Rob. Thank you so much for having me, Audrey. It's a pleasure to be here, and um, I'm 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 thrilled. I'm, Don't be I'm all shy. about I'm all about just talking about action. So you got me. I love it. Now, can I just take a moment and admire that voice? Tell me that voice. Like, if it were food, it would be somewhere between like chocolate sauce and butter. Like, I could just have a, an alarm clock every day where I hit a button, and your voice is like my daily zen. I just wake up and hear this voice because it just gets in and it gets in my skin. And all of a sudden I want to get up. I want to sort of do things and exercise. And every time I get off a call with you, I'm like, God, that guy, we got to have him on the show. This is a voice of all voices. Oh, honey, I'll make that happen every day. I'll come up with some kind of message for you. There you go. So we know your voice, but tell us some of the brands that we could connect to that you have supported. And I know there's a zillion of them, but take a moment and like, let us know like how we already know you. Uh, I was a voice of CarMax for a couple of years. Nice. I was the one that used to say, CarMax, start here. And you know what? They probably now they want to charge me for that. But I was, I'm the voice of banks. I'm the one, a lot of banks. And I say this kind of like, member FDIC. You know, he's heard of that. Uh, I've been the voice of Black Box Wine for many, many years. Um, talking I'm about- a fan of Black Box Wine, P.S. Well, I'm very happy about that. So I've been the voice of that, uh, voice of AAA, um, lots and lots of stuff. But one thing that I'm voice actor of is I narrate a bunch of audiobooks. And one that a lot of your listeners may not realize, but I am the voice of Hal Elrod's The Miracle Morning. I do his audiobook for The Miracle Morning and all the audiobooks in the series, along with a bunch of other books. I have 33 books on Audible. So if you like my voice, there's a lot of ways you can listen to it. It is so moving. Your own book, listening to your own book was so connective. You have an ability to connect to the copy with your voice in a way I have yet to see anybody else do. And I think that that's sort of that gift that was given to you, something that I want to talk about today. When we were talking before, we, you shared with me that moment when you were a child and you just knew and I feel like for so many of us, understanding that moment when we connect the dots in our own life, when we find that star in our heart to be able to identify it, I want you to share with our listeners that moment for you. You know, it, it, uh, I get chills. It, I just feel so blessed to do what I do and to, to use a gift that I have in a way that has such a significant impact. So it goes all the way back to when I was about four or five years old. I think I was four years old. And I was watching Gary Owens on Laugh-In. Now, I don't know if all your listeners will know Laugh-In, but Laugh-In was a great show back in, in the 70s. And um, Gary Owens said, 
live from downtown Burbank. And I was a very precocious kid and I was, I was a piece of work. And I turned to my family in front of the TV and I said, I want to talk on TV. Now, I don't believe that I knew exactly what I meant by that, but it started something in the universe where it just followed suit. So when I was seven or eight years old, I was playing radio DJ all the time in my room. And, and then I went to 10 years old when I was in sixth grade and I was making announcements and I would be the guy who stood up when we had our morning meeting at the school and then announcements in junior high and then TV news in high school. And then um, I worked at a, uh, I had a friend in radio and when I was 16 years old, I used to go to the radio station and play there. And it was something that it was in my core. I always wanted to use my voice for, for, for what I do. That's amazing. You're so lucky to have been blessed with a gift, but I think some of the real gifts in life are being able to find that moment when a wish turns into a goal. And so much about what I talk about and I help sort of unfurl in my own life, certainly when I wrote Sea Change, was understanding what it is to separate a heart's wish and follow through with the actions. No, Absolutely. No, big way. The I like actions that. of making a wish a goal, because so many of us have great wishes that just never add up to anything. How was it for you finding that path creating your own action to turn that heart's wish into a career, a beautiful, thriving career. Well, you know, a lot of people hear the, I wrote the book, The Law of Action, and they think, oh yeah, the law of attraction, I've heard that. Well, the law of action is the missing link of the law of attraction. It's where the rubber meets the road. It's actually taking action and moving forward. I mean, you could look across the room and want to get over to that beautiful woman. And if you just stand there and like, oh, I'm going to get over there, you have to take one foot in front of the other and you have to get momentum in your life. So action is all about momentum. And when you create a little bit of momentum in your life, it, it, it snowballs and more and more happens. And the universe takes notice and says, you know, hey, Audrey, You've been playing your life at this level, and now you're playing at this level. So miraculously, new people are going to come into your, into your life, new opportunities that you can never imagine. And that's where the magic of living the law of action comes in. It's momentum that creates just that happily ever after. And that's what I really want for people. And you have to be willing to take it. You have Absolutely. to move the doubt to separate out the things that suspend you, the things that tether us and grab onto that goal, that wish that's turned into a goal and moving past doubt. What do you say about moving obstacles and doubt out of the way? Well, a lot of people think that the reason they're not doing what they wanna do is procrastination. And it's actually just, they decide they wanna do something and then they plan and then they plan and then they plan some more and then they plan some more and they never take action. And life is short. Um, you know, we've had conversations about this. I've had a few near-death experiences where I didn't know if I was going to be alive in the next few hours or few days or few months. And when you have that in front of you, a lot of stuff comes into perspective of like what's important and how you're living your life. And I think this worldwide pandemic has really shown people that at any moment, and I've been talking about this for a long time on stages, at any moment, your life can change, like, just like that. And people didn't believe it. And they're getting a taste of it. 
And a lot of people have had to reinvent themselves and really find out their inner strengths and find out who they are, because this has been a difficult time for people. And the people that are, are really taking action right now are thriving. The people that are planning and caught up in the morass of all the noise and are really stuck in their fear are really crumbling and it's, it's heartbreaking. You know, we hear so much about disruption. We talk about it in the workforce. I've certainly written a bunch and studied about disruption and how it changes the lens of business and industry. But when we take disruption for our own life and we harness what it is to have a positive outcome because something really terrible happened, I think your story personifies what disruption really looks like, taking that moment that could have leveled you, that could have left you in the weeds, curled up in a ball and the phoenix erupted, emerged out of something that was devastating and more beautiful. Can you tell us just a little bit about what your aha moment looked like in your life? And you know what I'm talking about. Well, I'm thinking the aha moment when I I was not feeling very well and I had this feeling like, oh wow, I think I'm gonna die. And then after a little bit of medical tests, uh, the doctor looked at me and said, uh, uh, you may die. Like, this is really, really bad. And that was an aha moment. And then the other aha moment, so what I had was a blood clot. And it was a solid mass from the top of my hip down to my ankle because I ignored the symptoms. And I, I, I can go back to that. But what I found really humbling was that, one, I'm not invincible. And we're not invincible and that we're not guaranteed a tomorrow. So one of the things that I do is I am so grateful for today and I'm so grateful for yesterday. And I go into today, like last night, giving gratitude. Like I'm so grateful to be alive. And when I wake up in the morning, before my eyes open up, you know, you wake up and before your eyes open up, you're awake and I give gratitude and I'm like, I'm so grateful to be alive. Like I have another day to experience all that I get to experience. And those aha moments in our lives uh, really change you. And I, I think maybe the aha moment you're talking about is that with the blood clot, I actually did nothing for about three and a half months because they were very concerned about a piece of the clot. There was so much of it dislodging and just a microscopic piece and going into my heart or lungs and having a massive stroke. So my aha moment was, wow, when I get out of this, and I never said if, I just said, when I get out of this and get through this, I need to reevaluate my life. Now, I had a beautiful life being a voice actor. And um, I wrote the book, The Law of Action. I, I really played back my life in a way of like where I took action and where I didn't take action. And what I discovered was when I was in my flow and doing what I was supposed to do, like not opening a fast food restaurant, that was not my flow and it failed miserably. When I'm in my flow, the universe just, it just, it just flows and everything just happens. And if you're not in your flow and you're feeling a lot of friction in your life, you're not using your talents. And there's a reason we're all here. There is a reason. And the reason that I believe is to elevate everybody else. Like that's the reason. I think 
we're like electrodes or magnetic pulses. And I think that all of us here have an obligation to be the best that we could possibly be to raise the tide so that all of our ships rise. Not just me, 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 me. It's all of us. And when you live that way, oh, you're so sweet. You live that way. Where can we learn more about you? Because you've got to take time to read his book or better yet, just listen to it. Sorry, Rob, I'm going to be honest. I had to listen because I'm in love with the voice. So where can we learn more about you, the book, the speaking engagements, how you can join one of our events and be a keynote. There's so many things that Rob can do and he can touch your life and touch the community. I've learned that by following Rob. So tell us more about where we can see you. Well, thank you. Well, if you if you like my voice, you can reach me on Audible and I have 33 books. Just go into Audible and type in the name Rob Actis and you will find all my books. Um, easy to find at robactis.com. And you know what? I'd love to give you guys a gift. And if you go to robactis.com slash action, I have the law of action action pack. I haven't figured out a way to not say action twice. So it's the law of action pack or the law of action action pack, but it's there waiting for you. Um, it, it has some really cool stuff. I think you'll like it. It's a surprise. Um, I change it often, but I think, I think you'll, I think you'll enjoy it. It has my voice. Amazing. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Don't go away just yet. We're going to stop for a really quick break, but you know what, if you have a moment during this break, go check out Rob's website. We'll be back right after this. Hey, it's Audrey Lawrence, and you're joining us now with one of the best guests I have ever had, best-selling author of The Law of Action, Rob Atkiss, is joining us today, and he's been telling us what made his life so special that he was able to hit his goals. The question I have for you, Rob, is what are some of the daily practices you do that support what is universe of Rob? There's so many things you've going on. So many projects and things you're contributing to, but how do you pull back at the end of the day and just find time for you? Well, I will, I will go back to um, my good friend, Hal Elrod and the Miracle Morning, and that's a morning ritual. If you don't do a morning ritual, I highly advise you do. Um, I used to get up at 1130 or 12 o'clock in the afternoon before I did the morning, uh, morning, uh, uh, the Miracle Morning. And I will tell you that the Miracle Morning book has transformed my life and having a morning ritual and just focusing on you for an hour is so impactful. In addition to that, at night, I always do my gratitude every single night and every morning. You know, I will tell you, if you are so stressed out during the day, if you stop and just give gratitude for all the gifts that you have right now and the main gift that you have, no matter what stress you have. And I understand it's a tough time. I just lost a brick and mortar business. I have friends that have lost restaurants and people that are unemployed and people are struggling right now. But the one gift that you can really know you have is to stop and feel yourself breathe. You are alive. 
We're doing that now. So give me, just pull back the curtain a little bit about what a daily practice is for you as much as you want to share, because honestly, I have never done it. I wake up and I'm full speed first thing in the morning in life and family and household. And I haven't cut out that time for me. I don't prioritize that. I'm too busy taking care of everyone else. And I'm going to bet that I should probably change that for my own success and happiness. Tell me what it is that helps you in that morning stay on cue. Well, you do. So first of all, I'm going to scold you for a moment. So it's really important that you take care of yourself first before you take care of other people. Like you have to put your oxygen mask on first before you give it to your kids. And so by you not doing a morning ritual for yourself before you jump into full speed mode, you're not taking care of yourself. And I believe we had this conversation before you're a high performance race car. So you need to know that it's okay to get a massage to take a break, to go on a walk, to experience nature, to sit in a chair and just be, and that's okay. You've heard it here, folks. So listen, mama's at the spa, okay? I'm not home, I am gone. I love it and I think you're absolutely right. You know what, it's one of those things that you don't prioritize and you don't always think that you've got time for, but I think that recharging your own batteries and understanding what that looks like uniquely for you will lead to sort of better days, happier fulfillment. And it's kind of like what you said, you know, you gotta make sure that you're taking care of yourself. Air may not be flowing through that bag, but you know what, put your oxygen on. That's great, all right. Well, so if you don't, you may die. And that's my case. So my daughter, um, before I had my blood clot, uh, 14 years old, um, healthy kid, all of a sudden she had a headache. Fast forward to um, her in an, an emergency room, fast forward to her having brain surgery. She had a blood clot. She suffered four strokes. She was in a coma. And my whole life reverted to focusing all my attention on her. I gained 35, 40 pounds. I became in terrible shape. I then started getting into shape. But the one thing still I was doing was I was having all my attention on her and I wasn't paying attention to the symptoms of that I had a possible blood clot. She was even telling me I had a blood clot. So when you don't take care of yourself, you cannot take care of other people. And, and the one more thing I want to add is during the day, if you have depression, that means you're really focusing on your past. And if you have anxiety, you're focusing on the future. And if you can just take a moment to stop and breathe and be with yourself and live your life in the very present moment, all of that just vanishes because you can't have anxiety over something that hasn't happened if you're right now. And, and right you, now, I'm with you. How exactly. great is this? Exactly. It's great. This I love it. amazing. Oh, You've you're been so a great mentor to me as I pursue my own journey. I have this chapter in the book I write about being your own mentor or secretly finding a mentor. Tell me how you've been able to be your own mentor or what you've done in that mentor space when you're going to a place that you've never been before and nobody you know has ever staked out that path. How is it that you're able to nurture that part of you and mentor yourself when times are great, but also, you know, when times are tough. You know, someone said, you're just like too dumb to know you can fail. And I'm like, yeah, that may be it. I, I'm, I move really fast in my life. 
Like I, like you texted me and said, Hey, can we do this interview and when? And I go now, yeah, I know <laughs> yeah, I love so it. now. And so I move really fast and I really stay in a very present moment. And when you do that and you don't, here's, here's the thing that people do. And right now it's happening. I have a friend. He's like, Oh man, I'm not going to get this job. He just lost his job. And he's, he had a great opportunity. He's like, I'm not going to get it. I'm not going to send my resume in. I go, you've already it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. You don't, you now, what you're afraid of, of not getting a job, you have just created by not submitting your resume because you're afraid of not getting the job. How little sense does that make? None. None. So if you stay in the present moment, anything is possible. And if you live a life from open possibility, and also if you don't operate out of scarcity and you operate out of abundance, that there is enough for everyone, your perspective will radically change. I love that. Tell me why I need to understand my purpose. Well, I don't know if I mean by world hunger, please. Because what's that? And then solve world hunger, please. Because yeah, I don't, I don't know how to solve world hunger. And that's one of the things <laughs> that I really focus on is I stay in my bliss bubble and I, I, I worry about what I can control. I don't worry or stress about things that I cannot control because it'll drive you crazy. And we only have one life. And so you want to be as happy and joyful as you possibly can while you're here. And if you're stressed and upset about stuff that you have no way to have any impact on, it doesn't make a lot of sense. I love it. There you go, folks. It doesn't make a lot of sense. Stay present is what I heard. Create Absolutely. your own path, isolate those communings with yourself, cultivate that personal relationship, set Absolutely. aside that morning providence that belongs only to you. Gratitude. Gratitude. If you journal it, if you say it out loud, if you speak it in your heart, but these are the, some of the stepping stones that moved Rob Atkins, this little boy from Southern California, woot woot to my hometown. And you know what? baby steps got him to his goal and look at him today has been through some real big life struggles and comes out the other side of the rainbow with this smiling face and this gorgeous voice very very <laughs> impressive i appreciate you so much being here with us my attempt at helping out is a community food pantry in Tampa. And our Tampa listeners are joining us. I want them to know that there is a food pantry in town that they can help out with. Check out the community food pantry where you can contribute something very small to make change in the Tampa Bay area because I'm just growing my new friends and family in the Tampa Bay area. So thank you for everyone who's been a part of this. Rob Atkins, thank you for being here today. I am still writing notes down. I've got all this homework to do now. Thank you so much. And to our listeners on WWPR and anyone who's listening to the broadcast network, thank you so much. Thanks for having me. It was a joy, really. Thank you for listening to the Sea Change Podcast with Audrey Lawrence. Sea Change, a book written by a chick, but not a chick book. To learn more and download your free workbook, go to AudreyLawrence.org.